1: Well, welcome to Girls That Invest. You're joined today by your hosts, Sim and Sonia, two millennial investors who are here to help you learn about all things investing and personal finance. Hi, Sim. How's it going? Hi,
0: Sonia. I am good. I am so happy to be back home. Do you know when you like... When you're back at your home, you like forget that you miss routine and like doing little things. Like when I was back in Auckland, I was like, oh, it's so hard to do habits. It's so hard to like stick to a schedule. And then being like living in hotels and living away for like five weeks makes you realize that you just like. You can like form a habit, you can like sit down and like read your book and so it's been nice to, I just feel like a new human, I feel like I have come back into being sim, so I'm good. How are you? How is settling into Toronto going? Uh, It's going good. I think,
1: you know, I feel like I've been saying for the past two months, I mean, it's just been over a month since we moved into our apartment that it's slowly but surely getting furnished, but it's definitely on the slower end. We have a table now, which is fab. And I think we've got an eye on a couch and we're waiting for Black Friday sales for like a TV and like a TV stand. So fingers crossed by Christmas, we have more seating arrangements in the apartment because at the moment it's like, two benches and our beds. So yeah, it's going good, I think. Just still settling in. But anywho, enough of my like furnishing tales for the 10th time. On the podcast. What are we talking about today? (laughs)
0: Well, we are discussing something very exciting, very topical. This news came out, and I was like, Sonia, can we talk about this instead? Because this is so interesting. And she was like, absolutely. So, with the news that has come around recently, TikTok has been noted on LinkedIn so they're not even doing it subtly they're like let us know they are putting job listings for global fulfillment center positions in Seattle and LA to make an e-commerce ambition in the US very clear they are saying hey we're going to take on Amazon by having a e-commerce or so an online company where you can buy goods through TikTok and we will send them to you. And that is absolutely insane. So today we wanted to deep dive into what TikTok even is, because this is super surprising. If it's true that they're outpacing Google as a search engine and YouTube as a video platform, and if other companies are scared, but more importantly, what does this mean for you as an investor, but also just as a human? So let's just get straight into it
1: yeah so for some people listening this might sound surprising and to others it's obvious but tiktok has actually taken over google as a search engine for gen z i think everyone knows by now that tiktok is the go-to app for gen z and just a reminder gen z are those in the age range between like 1997 to 2012 in july this year, so July 2022, a senior vice president who runs Google's knowledge and information organization spilled some tea. Google actually did some internal research and they sent out a survey to American users between the ages of 18 to 24 and almost 40% of all young people when they're looking for a place to go for lunch in the city that they're in or if they're being tourists in another country, they don't go to Google. They don't go to Google to to find it. They go to TikTok and that was first reported by techcrunch.com. And to be honest, Sam and I had 1996 babies. I literally feel like I identify <laughs> with some aspects of Gen Z and where they're coming from and then also millennials. So it's kind of interesting being on the cusp of these two age groups, but I can apply that to myself. Like when I'm trying to find new things to do in Toronto or places to eat or, you know, just places to visit in Canada, I go to TikTok more than even Instagram now. Like I'm definitely not going to Google. Think about it. It gives me a visual, gives me the vibe check that I need to go into a restaurant, the food that people order, again, those great videos. And it gives me a rundown on the place and commentary. It's just like everything I need and more rather than reading through a review on Yelp, searching for the images as well, which half the time they're taken on like an iPad or something because the quality is so grainy. So
0: Yelp shares after this episode are going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
1: (laughs) To be honest, I think this just talks to the age-old comment about attention span. Gen Z don't really have a long attention span. And to be honest, Gen Z say that themselves. So don't come for me, Gen Z. Like, I love you. I identify with you. (laughs) I'm young. Um, But- people just want to get the information really quickly. They want to get to the meat of it really quickly and they don't need to spend time to sift through and sort and find on Google. They can just get everything they need in like a 30 second TikTok clip. Sometimes I step back and I kind of like, let my mind drift. I'm like, how did this happen? (laughs) It started off as like a dancing app in lockdown and it's escalated to this. And I think a few people actually boldly went online and said they predicted its downfall. They thought that after the pandemic, that TikTok will kind of just fall off. And even, you know, the controversies around, you know, privacy and the data that they get, which some will get into soon. But even that bad PR... (laughs) didn't stop it from escalating and gen z is like i don't care just like take my information it's fine and they're still on tiktok but what are your thoughts are on that
0: i completely agree with you on like so a little bit of backstory when i was with sonia we were staying in her apartment in toronto and we were like hey let's meal prep because i was, was going to be there for a few weeks and so we start to meal prep and i'm like okay like, let's put some ideas together. And I jump on Google and I type in like quick and easy meals. And then I see Sonia and her flatmate jump on TikTok and they're like, oh, like these are great meals. And I was like, wait, like, that's so cool. People are literally choosing TikTok over Google to search for things. And for the reasons that you've mentioned That makes sense. Like a recipe online is not going to show me how long it takes. It's not going to show me someone doing it quickly. It's not going to give me the commentary, but you're right. Like attention spans are low. Everything that you need can be found in 30 seconds. Why do anything? And it's the most popular stuff that you see as well. It's not like some random, you know, person's recipe or a random view of things to do. It's like the most liked one or the most engaged one gets shown to you. So I can see why. What are your thoughts on the fact that it's taking over Google? Like, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing?
1: I think there's pros and cons to both. I think as long as critical thinking is being applied (laughs) in terms of who you're listening to and if there's like biases in the opinions when it gets to politics because for tiktok like you can go to tiktok for whatever you want as sim said for recipes i have an entire bank of recipes saved as a collection on tiktok but if you needed to go for gardening tips or what have you but a lot of the content that does really well on tiktok is like social commentary men with microphones unfortunately and so you get a lot of opinions on things on political issues etc and really important things Things as well. So I think it has the power to educate, and that impact is larger compared to Google, for example, because again, it's the visual. It's usually people who are going through, I guess, those crises. But I think you kind of have to apply the same critical thinking when you're going on to Google Engine and reading articles and all of that as well. But yeah, I haven't thought about it too deeply.
0: I think that's fair.
1: I didn't even realize that I was doing it until this episode and until we started talking about it on the
0: gram. I'm just like. It is crazy. I find that with Googling, like if you search up something, like if you wanted to find out a piece of news and you Google it, to me, I find I can work out if it's reliable or not based off a of Google because, you know, you have the web page, you get to see like what this company is about. Is it a blog or is it like someone's professional opinion? And with TikTok, Most of the time, if I see like news, I don't really check the source. Like I don't go to their account and then click on their website to see who it's from. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're absolutely right. Like at the end of the day, you can choose and check. I just find as an individual, I am more susceptible to like false news on TikTok than Google. I think
1: like even like with Wikipedia, right?
0: Back when Wikipedia started coming up and,
1: you know, we were in school, everyone's like, don't use Wikipedia, don't go on Wikipedia. I still go on Wikipedia. You know, I'm not believing everything, but it's just, I feel like it has the same reputation almost like don't go to TikTok for your news, like by the older generation, because it's kind of like Wikipedia. But at the end of the day, there's some great information on there. You just kind of have to fact check and just be careful. And that's where the critical thinking applies.
0: So what I'm hearing is TikTok is okay, as long as we keep our people smart. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: but it leads me on to like I feel like TikTok is uh, the strongest competitor for a lot of social media platforms but one stat that is more shocking it's actually taking over YouTube for watch content and the data I'm about to go into it comes from an analytics firm app called Annie and as of June 2021 in America TikTok users watched over 24 hours of content per month compared to 22 hours in 40 minutes on youtube and in the uk the stat is over 26 hours of watch time on tiktok for users compared to less than 16 hours on youtube this stat blew my mind and i think you brought it to my attention first but if you think about it youtube is like 20 to 30 minute videos tiktok like before this year had the capability of going up to i think three minutes and now it has the capability to go up to 10 minutes worth of content do you know how much you have to scroll to get through at least like 20 minutes of content on tiktok whereas that's just like one video it blows my mind
0: how many videos would that be if you watch like a six second video for 20 minutes i'm sorry do i look like a mathematician (laughs) the answer is okay I, I I couldn't do that in my head either a lot
1: of videos yeah a lot of videos let's just say a billion that seems realistic no I think it, it's just so interesting to me because I feel like every age group has their thing I remember growing up in intermediate and in high school youtubers like were like the go-to and
0: I want to ask what would you do if you had a kid and that kids said to you like, hey mom, I want to be a TikToker when I grow up? I mean, I feel like I wouldn't feel too strongly about it. I would be supportive. It depends
1: on what they want to do on TikTok maybe, but I feel like it's not a secret now that you can make bank doing social media content and being a content creator. I mean, Addison Rae, no one knew who she was like two years ago. She was just some girl in Louisiana. And now I feel like no matter what Part of the world you live in, you know who Addison Ray is, and she's really built her personal brand to go outside of TikTok. But because of the attention she got on TikTok, it's how she was afforded these opportunities. I mean, she's at the Met Gala. Like, are you kidding me? She's got a makeup line, skincare line, all these other things. She's got a movie deal with Netflix. And that was literally just from her posting on TikTok and making it big on TikTok. Charlie D'Amelio, you know, amazing dancer. And she started, you know, both of them started off as dancers on the app. And then again, she's like all over the world. She's done a campaign with Prada recently. So I think for me, I mean, it depends like by the time that I have kids and they're grown up, there's probably going to be another app at that point and the world's going to, change a little
0: bit just like it has since we were kids but like I wouldn't feel too too bad about it she wasn't just Addison Ray from the US she was Addison Ray from Louisiana and saying that though I do feel so bad for her right now with what's happening with her family like I wonder if she ever thinks if I didn't jump on TikTok like my parents wouldn't be in this position right now look at her life she's able
1: to separate herself a lot from her family like she doesn't have to see them or talk to them and I feel like she's handling it way more maturely than I feel like I would have anticipated but you're right I do feel bad for her I'd be embarrassed as hell.
0: God, poor girl. Now, I want to say one thing about the fact that TikTok has taken over YouTube. If we went back two years ago and someone said to us, Hey, out of all of the biggest companies in the world, like out of all of the FANG companies, so FANG stands for Facebook, Apple, Amazon. What else is there in Netflix and Google? tiktok is there's going to be a company that's going to take over facebook done a company that's going to take over youtube done and a company that's going to take over google which is also with youtube done like if someone said one company is going to take over two or three of the fangs i don't think anyone would have believed it and yet it's done google it's done youtube and now tiktok is not happy they aren't fulfilled they want to take over literally amazon isn't that The craziest thing in the world. I
1: mean, with the amount of consumerism TikTok pushes, I kind of saw it coming.
0: Did you? I did not. That makes sense. I've noticed that like I get a lot of, not that Amazon's available in New Zealand, but I get a lot of Amazon hauls or like I see a lot of like, Amazon made me buy these things or like Etsy made me buy these things. So when I found out the news that they were going to become a fulfillment center, I was like, that's so smart because like you said, Right. A lot of companies, like small businesses, blow up because their product blew up on TikTok. So I think TikTok's gone, well, what if we made the product? <laughs> like, what if we blow up things that we create ourselves? Like, that's so ingenious. I feel terrible though, because they're taking over so many different avenues. Like you never want, you never want the monopoly of one thing and they're taking on the monopoly of a lot of things. But why is this possibly a concern? I want to dive into the history of TikTok being a little bit shady with data possibly. So just a little bit of a backstory. Their revenue last year was at 4 billion and this year they're probably going to reach 12 billion. And in 2024, Possibly 23 billion, and this is from all of its advertising, so not from fulfillment centers, not from you know doing anything else. To put this in perspective, this is more than Twitter. This is more than Snapchat. This is more than Pinterest makes. And what people are worried about, well, it's mainly politicians, is that TikTok can possibly start quote unquote using data for the wrong reasons. In fact, its biggest market used to be India and then India banned TikTok for quote unquote stealing and transmitting Indian users information. It's kind of funny because I sent someone a TikTok yesterday and they're like, I am visiting India right now, so I can't watch that. And I was like, oh, that's right, I forget. But with what people are worried about, it's essentially national security. And you might go, Sim, that's such a word that's thrown around. What does that actually mean? Well, people are worried that the... Chinese government will buy TikTok and if they buy it they can like use the data for wrong things quote-unquote but people are also worried that under Chinese law governments can demand any data from any Chinese firm including and this is important including data that is held abroad because people get a little bit confused their headquarters are in Beijing but they were incorporated in the Cayman Islands so they were like wait no we're not a Chinese company, we're like an overseas company, but our headquarters in Beijing, just a little bit of a sidetrack. Their founder, Zhang Yiming, he's only a year older than Mark Zuckerberg. And so the way that TikTok came about to be what it is now is he founded ByteDance and then used apps and made apps where he would use AI to see what people like and then show them more of it. So basically what the TikTok algorithm is now. Then Musical.ly started up in China and they used ByteDance's AI to discovery engine so musically exists they used zhang's ai work to create musically musically took off and then zhang was like hmm what if i did this myself so he took that idea made it a little bit better in 2017 and then he bought out musically and transferred a million users from musically to TikTok. and so this company is only four years old and yet it's reached a billion users in four years to give you perspective facebook or youtube they took about eight years more or less to reach a billion users though mind you it was a long time ago So what we're starting to see is that people are worried that even though TikTok says we're an overseas company, the Chinese law, they believe that they can still take information and that's kind of got people concerned. Another example was that in 2020, the government in the US, the literal government was like, we should probably purchase Grindr because Grindr, it's a dating app. It records users' sexuality, and um, the HIV status, among a few other things. And so for national security risks, we should like probably purchase it of China. So they've got this kind of weird... And I want to say possibly somewhat racist obsession with, if it's made in China, it's bad. They could change the data. I don't think they're worried about TikTok, the the company itself. I think they're worried that the Chinese government will buy TikTok or force TikTok to give over the data that
1: it's collected. Whenever you talk about TikTok, you just kind of always have to anticipate like a data and like a privacy (laughs) comment. But I'm going to be honest with you, like... What's the con? Like if someone takes if someone takes my data, and this is coming from someone who actually doesn't save any of their passwords. So I don't know how I'm thinking like this right now. I feel like I'm a changed woman. Like if someone does take my data, like like what happens, you know? <laughs> is
0: it like identity theft
1: or which that's a concern. Like I've seen a movie about that, which was a comedy movie, but like still, like I know identity theft is a huge issue, but
0: I feel the same way as you, like person to person, human to human, Sonia. I don't think individually it's going to be like detrimental, like, oh no, they know what videos I like. From my understanding, I think their concern is it's going to start making people, it's going to help them learn about like human trends or like patterns and they can use that patterns, patterns possibly like, I don't know, manipulate us into watching certain things or like, oh, like it takes a person like this long to get to this journey I could not tell you, I mean, I guess I'm not smart enough to do data breaching, so I've never like thought this far in my life, but I don't know what they're going to do with it. I just know that they're
1: worried. Look, I know data collection and depending on who gets their hand on the data, it is going to be a potentially bad thing. But I think from my understanding of all of this, it's like the permission thing, right? Like if we're accepting user agreements, if we're accepting privacy agreements between us and the app and then we're not using our due diligence in terms of reading through those agreements, can we really blame these platforms? or is it like a user thing?
0: Oh, absolutely. I think I'm on the same page with you. One thing that I also wanted to mention is that the University of Toronto, their Citizens Lab, did some research into this, and they found that there was no sign that TikTok or their parent company have harvested contacts, photos, audios, videos, or any location data, quote-unquote, without permission so it goes back to what you're saying like the permission thing tiktok itself also says that the chinese government to date has not asked for or been provided any of its users data and tiktok has even gone as far as to say that hey look we're not grinder like fair enough grinder has information about people's sexuality and has information about like people that could be put in danger if that information about them was shared publicly but tiktok isn't the same app. They've also tried to calm fears by keeping some of the foreign users' data, so people outside of China, outside of China. So if you live in the States, they have said recently that they're going to start putting the data that comes from people in the States in like a facility that is in the States and therefore, you know, they can't access them. But then BuzzFeed, which is interesting that BuzzFeed is reporting on this, found only a couple of months ago that. China-based staff can still access American users' data and it can be seen. So what's going on with the data breach and the possible concerns is, I guess, up to anyone. This is my view on it people will continue to use TikTok because it is so addicting. They are willing to let maybe the possible concerns of the future be put to the side. And almost, it's almost like you know something bad is going to happen and you're like, no, oh, but it's so enjoyable. Like, it's fine. My concern is less to do with the data breach, more just like the monopoly of one company taking over Facebook, taking over YouTube, taking over Google, and now taking over Amazon. Like, It doesn't matter if it comes from China. That's not my concern. It matters that like one company shouldn't have so much control, which then leads me to that last sort of part that I wanted to speak on. What does this mean in terms of the stock market? Well, we've already seen the effects of it with Meta, Facebook. They announced that, hey – TikTok is a competitor of ours and that information like them saying that caused meta shares to drop significantly because people don't invest based off like what's happening now they invest based off what's going to happen in the future and so if Mark Zuckerberg himself is like "Mm, we're worried about TikTok then Facebook shares or meta shares plummeted are we going to start seeing that with YouTube and Google and possibly Amazon I'm going to say yes, because eventually all companies have to share risks in their businesses. Like there's a whole section where you have to say what possible risks may occur. And eventually they're going to have to start saying competitors. And when that happens, those shares are going to not be as valuable. So what I'm taking away from this is diversify my investments. Make sure that I'm not just keeping it all in those fang companies, those tech companies, because God, TikTok is doing the damn thing. One thing I also want to mention is like none of these thoughts and opinions would change regardless of where TikTok is based. Like for me, it's not, oh, it's a Chinese based company and therefore like the government is going to like get its hands. I just don't think any company should have this much weight. I mean, Amazon itself, like people have already spoken about that being a concern you just don't want a monopoly in anything and in a lot of countries they actually have anti-monopoly laws where it's wrong if you try to price fix it's wrong if you try to um you know stop being competitive even in a little country like New Zealand we've only got a few um supermarkets and even that's bad the government's like no we need more supermarkets because we need competition so when there's less competition I just feel like that's unhealthy with that I feel like we probably should wrap up if you want to keep learning more check us out on instagram if you want to join our facebook group we're almost at 30 people which is absolutely insane if you want to check out our book we'll add a little link in the description um but if that's all then we'll go on to our disclaimer